All right, guys, welcome to the second podcast today. It is Sunday, October 23rd, 2022. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. I'll be joined in just a second here by Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be previewing UFC Vegas 63. Cater versus Allen should be a good fight night card, as they usually are. Looking forward to it. Obviously not as uh, star-studded of a card as the one we just saw, which obviously was one of the uh, really one of the best cards of the year when you think about it as far as uh, UFC 280 goes, but I'm looking forward to talking about this. Like I said, Marcel will be back in just a sec, guys. Um, but looking forward to chatting with you guys about this card. I'm just taking a look at UFC stats. It looks like a few of the fights have fallen off. I just want to take a, a double check here um, over at uh, Tapology because I'm surprised that it looks like at least two of the first couple of fights have fallen off the card here, guys. Um, let me double check and see if that is actually the case. Chris, what's up, man? Glad to have you here, buddy. One of our favorites. Uh, Marcel will be back in one second here. He just, I think he went to the bathroom. So we'll be back in a second. Um, yeah, I'm just at UFC stats. It looks like they've taken off Clayton Rodriguez versus Cody Durden and Garrett Armfield versus Christian Rodriguez. I'm not sure what that's about. Because it was when I looked at the card yesterday, I was doing some research. Those fights were there. That's very, very weird. Um, perhaps when Marcel comes back, he'll give us some more insight into what happened potentially there. Cause I'm a little confused uh, as to why uh, those fights were maybe scratched from the card. Cause it doesn't look like they're on the lineup right now, which is very strange. Um, obviously two, uh, two solid fights, right? So that's, un- that's unfortunate. Yeah. What's up, Glenn? I'm looking right now at UFC stats and they, they've, they've scratched these fights. Um, Tapology still has them uh, on the top, on their list, but a little weird so i don't know if we have some short notes replacements coming in potentially guys if that's the case or or what's going on because those fights are definitely gone off the card so that's really disappointing um you're right glenn only nine fights i guess before he comes in I'll, marcel comes in i'll just I'll, I'll quickly chat about those those two fights um the Gar- garrett armfield chris rodriguez fight which again is not in the listing now i'm assuming it was scratched someone's going to fill in that obviously is a hard fight to call. Two guys with very minimal experience. I guess I was leading Rodriguez. He was the favorite there. I, I, I think that makes sense. But, I mean, how, how are you going to be confident in that guy, right? Like, it's confident in either guy. They're both decent prospects. Don't get me wrong. But they haven't proven much at the UFC level yet. And then, obviously, the other fight, Cody Durden, Clayson Rodriguez, another not an easy fight to pick. I was I was leaning towards Clayson Rodriguez a little bit in that fight. Um, again, it looks like it's been scratched, which I think it was Durden or – Durden, I think, filled in for Venetia Salvador, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. That that was supposed to be the original fight. Um, so it looks like that one's off, too. And again, I don't know exactly why that's the case. Um, if you guys have any have any knowledge, let me know. Like I said, I'm waiting for Marcel to jump back in here. And he probably has some idea of what happened to those fights, guys, because I'm a little bit confused as to why they were there like literally last night when I when I was looking at the, uh, the whole card. And now they're gone. So, again... I guess since they're on the list, we're not going to break them down today. But if you asked me who I was going to pick, I was leaning towards Rodriguez and both Rodriguez's actually. Um, but let me spell them a little bit different. Um, yeah, hopefully Marcel jumps in here soon. I guess he nature calls, right? It happens. Um, whenever he gets back, we'll we'll start the uh, the preview. But I'm going to take those those fights out of it, guys. Um, it's unfortunate, right? Like again, nine fights now. That's it's weird. Maybe they'll find replacement opponents for whoever was injured. I think that's the hope, but I mean, really at this point, like we don't know. All right. Um, I say I'll jump into it guys. And whenever he jumps in, he, he can start getting his thoughts on the fights. So let's get into it. We'll start with the first fight here. 
We have Chase Hooper. Actually, I'll, just overall, my overall thoughts on the card before we get into it. I think it's not the greatest card, honestly, especially losing more fights. It wasn't exactly the most uh, stacked card as it was, and now you've lost a few more fights. I believe it's a five-fight main card. It looks like it's a four-fight prelim, unless, again, they add some extra fights to uh, injured opponents. So we'll see what happens. I saw Durden was looking, but wasn't aware of the C. Yeah, it looks like it's off. I think Barcel is being sick due to seeing the Videra fight in the main card. They just love this guy, eh? Like, he just, he keeps, he's on the main card every time he fights, man. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, it, It's it's pretty it's pretty wild, to be honest with you. Like, he's definitely, uh, you know, an exciting guy, I guess, because he's kind of be kill, kill or be killed. But honestly, man, like, he is, uh, uh, he's not the most exciting guy. Wait till the, look at 11-19, talk about bad. A few of the ones coming up are not the greatest. Let's, let's be completely honest about it. You know, I'm not here to be biased. I'm here to give an honest opinion. Some of the finite cards coming up are not exactly uh, stacked. We'll say that, especially with the main event like Evlov and, and Mitchell falling off, for instance. That that sucked. And also, this fight was supposed to be uh, to Tapuri and Barboza. Remember, guys, like that. That's a different card when you had that fight, right? That's a, like a great fight. Now you, you don't have that fight anymore. This card, so don't know what happened there. Um, Marcel just messaged me and he confirmed that Armfield and Rodriguez is off the card. So we know that now and he should be here in a second, guys. Like I said, let's just start getting into it. I'm going to give my thoughts on the first fight here. So it'd be Chase Hooper taking on Steve Garcia. And odds for this one right now, Chase Hooper is favored. It's not by much, but he's favored. Chase Hooper is minus 210 favorite. So two to one favorite, basically. I, I think that's about right. You know, I, I think he should be favored in this fight. I don't rate Steve Garcia too high, guys, to be honest with you. Uh, the guy is barely UFC caliber, in my opinion. You know, he's right now he's one and two in the UFC. He's coming off a brutal knockout loss. His only win is over Charlie Ontiveros. Like, that doesn't mean anything. Let's let's be honest. That's not a good quality win. It's really not. Um, the fight with Pena, I guess, was somewhat close. But the Mahashante fight gets dropped twice in a minute and then gets finished. Not a good performance by him. Here we go, Marcel. Just jumped on right now. We just, we just started talking about the first fight. Um, sure. we're gonna get your thoughts on it. We'll talk about the fights that got canceled. But uh, I'm going with Chase Super against Steve Garcia. I just think the grappling is going to be a really difference here. I think he takes him down. I think he can him on the ground. You know, and Garcia's been finished. I think it's possible after that last week, Calaris, where he got finished. Maybe we're seeing a different side of Chase Super. Like, to be honest, like, a lot of his fights do end in finishes. I think it's possible he finishes this fight. I definitely like Chase Super to win the fight finish or a, a decision where he uses grappling. What do you think about this one? We're talking about Chase Hooper, right? Against yeah, uh, Steve yeah, Garcia. Yeah. yeah, man, I feel like Chase Hooper looked pretty good in this last fight, man, against Kolaris. You know, I was uh, really surprised yeah. with how he looked. And um, I, I feel like Steve Garcia, I mean, hasn't looked that great in the UFC yet. I know he got that win over uh, Sideshow Bot, right? But um, in this last fight, he lost to my shot. Um this should be a Hooper fight, in my opinion. You know, I think Hooper is uh, uh, will probably uh, edge the fight out. I don't think it will be a finish, but I see decision win for Hooper in this one, man. Yeah, yeah, I think he wins too. Okay, so just quickly before we uh, get into the other fights, I, I, like I was just saying, it looks like two fights are canceled. Uh, Rodriguez and Cody Durden's fights canceled too. Cody, yeah, spots. what happened? I know. Uh, Clayton is out. That's for sure. Durden has a new opponent, but. Not allowed to say it yet, but it's a good one. What I'm hearing is and, it for this uh, week, is he staying on the card? Yeah, that's what, what they're aiming for. And okay. uh, Christian Rodriguez is supposed to be still on this card, Armfield is off, but uh, no new opponent yet for him. Okay, 
So wait, sorry, who's injured in the second one? It's uh, uh Gerard Armfield. Okay, okay. That sucks. It happened, you know, two fights we were injured, he's he's out. He's do out. they have someone else? Do they, do you know? I know they're still searching for Rodriguez, so no. But uh, Durden is supposed to stay definitely definitely on the card. He probably he has a new opponent. Good stuff. Do you guys think the Apex of the Blessing of UFC comes to finance? These cards are never sell out, right? That's a good point. I completely agree with that. Absolutely. And I think Cooper looked like a lot better in the last fight, guys. Like I think he definitely showed that he is um, getting better, you know? So that was a, a good performance by Chase. All right, let's go to the, the uh, next fight here. We have Joseph Holmes taking on uh, Jung Young Park. And this fight, odds are interesting for this one as well. You got uh, Park minus 240, Holmes plus 200. What's your thoughts on this one? Um, so it's like, uh, Joseph Holmes, uh, I actually really liked the guy, you know, but I was really not impressed with this, uh, when he fought against, uh, Jamie Pickett, remember the first card of this year, then he got a win over Amadoski, but let's be honest, who doesn't? Um, so it's hard to say, you know, if you look at John Young Park, the, the, the what's it, the, the Ninja Turtle, uh, the Iron Turtle, the, the Iron Turtle. Yeah. I mean. To be really honest, I think he lost his last two fights. You know, I don't think he he won against Aragano. He got the win there, but he, he didn't win, in my opinion. But look at both guys. I, I feel like Holmes is a great fighter, you know. But John John Park has something that not many people have. You know, he got that 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 heart, in my opinion, and he's coming forward all the time. I'm favoring Park here a little bit more, man. I'm taking him with a decision. Yeah, I, I'm with you on this one too. I think Park wins. I, I think it's a good fight for him. I believe. More experienced in the UFC. I think he's fought better competition for sure. More solid fighter. Um, obviously, he's been finished a couple times. There's always a possibility. Joseph Holm has a lot of finishes uh, on his resume. He's got some power. He's got some submission ability. But, again, I just think the level of competition, like, I just think, you know, it's a big step of going from Alan Amadowski, Marcel, and Jamie Pickett to fighting uh, Johnny on Park, in my opinion. So, I think Park uses his grappling in this fight as well and just neutralizes kind of Holmes and gets the job done. I, I'm, I'm thinking um, a decision probably for Park. Um, that's kind of what I'm leading here. I think it might look like that the Jamie Pickett fight a little bit. You know, I think it could look like that, um, which, again, uh, Holmes actually lo uh, lost that fight. He didn't even win that fight. So uh, that's Jamie Pickett is one of the worst uh, middleweights on the roster, in my opinion. You know, they, they were sacrificing him to Bo Nickel until – I think – did Bo get hurt? Was it Bo that got injured? Yeah, Bo was injured. Yeah, so, like, they were kind of sacrificing there, guys, let's be honest. I like him too. I like him too, Chris. Should be ATEX tickets are $1,995. Just that intimate venue. I wouldn't pay that. That's crazy. But Same. volume of cardio is way better. I agree. I agree. All right. Let's go to the next fight here. You got Andre Orlowski taking on Marcos Rodero de Lima. Odds for this one. De Lima is minus 190, plus 160 on Orlovsky. Uh Let me – I'll start on this one, Marcel, for, for this time. Yeah. Boy, I got to be honest. I, I think these odds are way off. This that line is, is stupid. This is a coin flip fight. It really, it really is, guys. Like either Rogerio knocks him out in the first round or he loses the decision. I don't see the fight going any other way. Rogerio's got power. We saw him knock out Ben Rothwell, which is a big win because Ben's got a great chin and he knocked him out really quick. But bro, I mean, the guy's cardio is not good. I think he's shown that he can be, you know, kind of outworked in his fights. A lot of his losses are, I'll be fair, to be fair to him, a lot of his losses are by submission. Orlovsky doesn't really have that ability at this point in his career. He's more of a decision guy. But I think Orlovsky, you know, I don't really, I've got to be honest with myself, I don't really love watching a fight. I think he's kind of a boring fighter now. But you know what? Considering where he was a few years, remember he was getting knocked out every fight? Like, 
I think he's really finding smart too. It's not exciting, but it's smart. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, I gotta go with uh, our lost by decision. That's what I'm thinking happens in this one. Um, I just think he can out, kind of just survive the first round and, and then win a decision in this one. Um, again, he's won four straight decisions, won six of the last seven fights. He's shown that he can win decisions. That's my thoughts. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I don't fuck with Marcos Rogero de Lima, to be honest. You know, um, too inconsistent to me. Uh, Arlovsky, to be really honest, he lost that fight against Collier last time, but the judges really love him. Um, I see this going to a decision as well, and Arlovsky winning by decision. So I have nothing to add to that. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I see it. And I think there's value on him, honestly. Like, plus 160 in a coin flip fight. This line this line's very strange. I don't really agree with it. There's no odds yet on Arlovsky by decision, but hopefully soon. Um, oh, I see your uh, Marcel, okay. Gave me a bit of a hint on who Durden's fighting. Good fight. That's a good fight. Can't say it right now, guys, but we'll, we'll, you'll find out Marcel's Twitter or uh, Instagram one later today, Marcel, tomorrow? Hopefully today, and if not, hopefully tomorrow, but I can't promise. You, you can't know? say yet. I, I understand. He's got to keep his, his uh, sources a secret. It's only signed by one side yet. So Yeah, what's up, Antoine? And I agree. The fight's going to be amazing, the, the main event. Uh, I think we're lost by decision. I'm assuming it'd be like plus 200-ish in that territory because he's plus 160 in the money line. Um I think uh, that's that's definitely something to take a shot a, a poke at, you know, because I think he, that's that can happen here. All right, let's go to the next fight here. We got Phil Haas taking on Roman Belize. Man, this is the featured prelim, man. Eh? Wow, this card is really weak. Um, odds for this one: Phil Haas, slight favorite, minus one sixty-five, plus one forty on Roman. Mrs. Uh, or Mister Lismus, I should say. <laughs> right? Is he still with her? You know, I don't know to be honest. I have no idea. Remember that? Remember all that earlier this year? Yeah, of course I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah. crazy, eh? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, what do you think, Marcel, about this one? Honestly, man, I was really surprised by Dolitz in his last fight against Dawkins. You know, he looked really good in that fight. And Haas, um, Haas is a kind of guy who. If he tries to fight in, a, in, a, in an attractive way, he looks bad, you know. And if he fights in a boring way, he wins. But he actually also doesn't look great. Um, uh, it's coin flip to me, man. Going with the leads based on the last performance, but uh, I'm not sure. Okay, fair enough. Uh, this was tough. I mean, the leads definitely had a nice knock over Dawkins, but I don't know that fight with. Uh... Trevin Giles didn't, he hasn't really impressed me, honestly. The, the, the knockout against Gawkins was nice, but other than yeah. that, it hasn't impressed me. That could happen here. I mean, Phil Haas, honestly, Marcelo's chin is kind of questionable. Let's be honest. It's not great. Um, I think it's definitely a possibility that uh, you could see a knockout here, uh, potentially, um, for Delize. But overall, I mean, I thought Haas looked so good against Deron Wynn and but I'll be honest with you guys, like he looked good against Dawkins. I thought he looked good against even Curtis before he got caught. That's the that's the issue, right? The, the chin. If he doesn't get knocked out, I think he wins the decision. I think he just kind of like stays at, at range and, and picks him apart. He's got good wrestling, obviously, too. I think it kind of cancels each other out. Um, that's my thoughts on this one. It's it's kind of an interesting fight. Um, but Phil Haas, I think, gets the gets the job done. True likes Haas too. Me too. All right, let's go to the next one here. Dustin Jacoby against Khalil Roundtree Jr. This is opening the main card, if I'm not mistaken. This is a really good fight, obviously, guys. This is a this is a fun one. You know? This is definitely a fun one. Um, two strikers, two guys that love to stand and trade. And I, I think someone's getting knocked out. I'm pretty confident someone gets KO'd in this fight. Dustin Jacoby, minus 165 and plus 145 on Khalil Roundtree. What are your thoughts on this one? you got to tell me, man. Why does just Dustin Jacoby have to fight down again? 
you know it's like uh, and Khalil Roundtree always gets these opportunities from the UFC I, I don't I don't dislike Khalil but it's weird to me you know yeah. um Jacoby should win this man he, he should be aware that Khalil has that knockout power that can knock him out you know but Jacoby should win this he should fight this fight a little bit more smart in my opinion uh, got everything to lose in this one. Got this top. I think he's 13 ranked in the division uh, or 12. Um, I think he keeps a distance, uh, tries to dismantle him. I, I'm taking uh, Jacoby via TKO in the third round. I like. I think he wins too. I think he knocks him out too, Marcel. I'm actually with you uh, completely on this one. I think Jacoby knocks out Khalil. Just the way these guys match up, like I just don't see the fight going the distance. Like they're just, especially lately, they've been showing a lot of power, especially obviously. Um, what's his? Sorry about that. His last fight, Jacoby knocking out Jung the way he did. I mean, that that blew me away. That was really impressive. Jung's a tough yeah. dude, and he knocked him out good. And Khalil, love the guy, and he's coming off some knockout wins, which are nice. But you know, he's been finished before, and we've seen him get stopped. So, don't see this fight going three rounds at all. I think Jacoby knocks him out. So we have a consensus pick here. We both like Jacoby here. He's a small. He's a short favorite, but actually, I, what do you think about the value here? I, I was. It's actually minus one fifty five. Excuse me now. So. You like him, Marcel? Like at the odds, pretty low odds, right? I think he wins. You yeah, like him, true. Man? I yeah. like him a lot. Yeah, me too. I and and I agree with, with Glenn. He is inconsistent, uh, Khalil. When he's on, guys, Khalil is one of the most devastating strikers. But you know, Marcel, how often is he on? Quote unquote. It's it's not that often. Let's go to the next fight. Josh Framed taking on Christian Gore in the middleweight division. Odds for this one: Framed minus one ninety five, Gore plus one sixty five. And I'll just say right now, I think Framed wins. Gore is not even UFC caliber. I don't think. Um, I don't think uh, after this fight he'll be in the roster anymore. Uh, Framed, uh, I, listen, I know he uh, the fight with Fluffy was it's a tough fight, man. But you know he showed some good things in that fight. And but what I've seen in the guy, I mean, he can be talented at times. You know he's had some experience in, in obviously LFA and he had that knockout loss against Greg Rodriguez, which wasn't great. But overall, I think the guy is pretty skilled. And I, you know, Gore, man, that that chain didn't look good in that last fight. I think Frem can knock him out too. So. That would be my pick here, friend by Nako. Any thoughts? Why the hell is this hard on the main card? To be honest, Dude, this whole card is not that great. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, but this is a really weird fight on this on this main card. Uh, yeah, friend for sure. Friend via submission in the second round. I'm going. Yeah, next. I think he finishes him too. I think we're both yeah. we both have the same uh, idea about this one. Oh, it's tough to trust. It's true. I, I can't bet him, but I think he wins. Bet friend a while ago. Yeah, I think he wins too. Let's go to the next fight here. We got Waldo. Cortez Acosta taking on Jared Vandera. I mean, uh, we'll the odds first. Uh, we got minus 195 on Cortez Acosta, plus 165 on Vandera. Cortez Acosta is going to send Vandera packing from the UFC with a knockout win in the first round. I I think, anyways. Like, Vandera's got a decent chin, but the last fight against Chase Sherman gets brutally knocked out. Four straight losses. He's 1-5 in five UFC. I just don't think he's that good, honestly. And Cortez Acosta... I do think he's pretty good. I think he's a good prospect. Looked amazing contender. Looked amazing in LFA. Cortez Acosta by knockout, probably in the first round. What do you think? Yeah, fully agree. I think Waldo Cortez Acosta wins in the first round. And if he doesn't do, it might get to a very lazy 30, 15 minutes of a heavyweight fight. That Acosta will win as well. So uh, first round knockout here. Yep. Let's go to the next one here, guys. Only a couple of fights left. Not A very short card. Um, yeah. We got Tim Meat. Is that wow? We already got to the coming event. Tim Meat yeah. against Max Griffin. Crazy, guy. Eh? Odds for this one. Max is short favorite here. Uh, Max Griffin is minus one seventy five. Tim Meat's plus one fifty. Quick thoughts. Yeah, this is a difficult one actually because 
uh, I think, uh, you know, they are both pretty inconsistent. You know, I, you always think that Max is a lot younger, but Max is only two years younger than Tim Means. So it's actually not... I always feel like Max is, is, is around 30 years old. I don't know why, but I think it's, he came late into the UFC. Um, super difficult fight to pick here, man, in my opinion, you know, because I think Tim Means is super tough as well. And you saw with Max... Max looked really good in the first round against Neil Magny, but then uh, Magny came back in that fight, remember? Um, and Means, Means lost to Holland last time, I know, but yeah, okay. It's a tricky one. Can't go either way, man. I see it like a 50-50 fight. Um, I slightly lean to, to Means for some reason, but I can give you the why. I think easily can go to Max Griffin. This is really a pick and fight, in my opinion. Toss up fight for sure. Honestly, Max, just because I do think he's more well rounded. I think he's got better probably grappling a little bit, but I mean, this fight can go either way. Like, close fight. It's more of like a pick em type of fight. I, I give a slaving grip. I'd, I'd line it like minus 130 plus 110. So I can't bet it because I think he's a little overvalued here, but I do think Griffin probably wins the fight by, deci by decision. What do you think? Goes the, goes the distance? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said one, over 1. 1.5. I think that's a uh, very good. <laughs> Very good uh, thoughts. I would imagine that's going to be juiced. I would imagine the, the over two and a half will be like minus 150 or something, maybe minus 180. I think that's the probably the play of anything. These guys are both very durable. I don't see it going to uh, any inside the distance. I think it goes three, close three round dis, uh, decision for both guys. And let's get to the main event here, Marcel. Wow, crazy. Eh? We got there really fast. Yeah, we got really uh, Calvin Cater taking Arnold Allen, this best fight in the card, obviously. It sucks till Puri and Barboza's off. Eh? Like that fight was going to be so freaking good. And it sucks it's off. Odds for this one, guys, we have – it's essentially a pickup. Minus 125, Cater, plus 105, Arnold Allen. Give me your thoughts on this one because you have Cater who's shown he can be a lead at times, and then Allen who's got uh, nine straight wins. I believe he's like one of the longest win streaks right now, but really hasn't fought you know anyone great other than – well, this is the best fighter he's ever fought, isn't it? Because you know Dan Hooker is decent, but nothing like, like this. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I always had my thoughts about Arnold Allen, you know. I always thought he was a, a, good, a good prospect, but he never convinced me, you know. And then he fought against Dan Hooker. I know he finished him in the first round. But like I always said on this podcast, Dan Hooker is a good fighter, but he isn't a great fighter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Calvin Cater, last fight against Emmett, I still think he won that fight, but uh, he didn't get the decision there. Before that, completely dismantled Giga Chikatsu, very impressive. And before that, the year before that, that loss against Max Holloway, that almost crazy loss, very one-sided. Pretty much what he did to Giga. Um, I feel like Calvin Cater got this fight, dude. I think he wins five rounds decision. I think it will be competitive, but uh, I think uh, Cater is the better fighter overall. And uh, I think he has more ways to win. So I'm taking Calvin Cater here via decision. First loss for Arnold Allen in the UFC. Yeah. I agree with you, too. I mean, listen, it's it's definitely not an easy fight to call because Allen is good. You know, he's really good. And I think at times probably gets a little, like, underrated in the division because there's so many great fighters at, at this weight class. But – Again, I just look at the level of competition, Marcel. Like he's been, he basically fights once a year, and and other than I guess, like he actually basically fights, yeah, once a year. One year where he fought twice. Other than that, once a year, and you know, Yusuf and Hooker are good fighters, but they're not elite, you know. So mm -hmm. Allen or uh, Catter, he's elite. He's he's just way. He's like he he probably beat Josh Emmett, right? So he should be like number five or six in the division. I think he's ranked five right now. He could be even higher. He's top five. You know, he really is. And he's tough as fucking nails. You can't knock him out. 
you have to win a decision. So Allen's got to win a five-round decision, and he's never been five rounds before. I just have a hard time seeing it. I mean, it's possible, Marcel, but like maybe he really is that good, and, and we're like going to be blown away by his performance. But until I see it, I can't, just like last week, I, I got to see it. I got to he's got to prove it uh, to me first. Got to go with Calvin Cater. I think it goes the distance. I think he goes uh, goes five, and I think Cater wins by decision. That's what you're saying too, right? Decision. Yeah. We've got some uh, comments. Can Allen go five hard? I mean, we don't know. That's the question. <laughs> we don't know. Like maybe, maybe, probably. He can probably go. I mean, I, I, his cardio has been good in three round bites. I'd imagine you know the extra two rounds are going to kill him, but I would still give the edge to Catter, wouldn't you? Like we know, and and with Calvin, he really starts to come on strong in those last couple of rounds too. Like yeah. Those fourth and fifth rounds. I think he wins rounds four and five. So he really just has to win either round one, two, or three, <laughs> unless you're the judges in the Josh Emmett fight, right? Because <laughs> that, that's how that fight went. He run four and five, and the two judges gave uh, Emmett the first three, but they were swing rounds. Yeah. He could have easily given a round uh, to Catter. To so that's that's my thoughts on this one. I think he wins the decision. It should be a great fight. That's my pick for fight of the night, by the way. I, I, I'm assuming you, you're agreeing with that, fight of the night yeah. for that one. Yeah, for definitely. Four, and for performances, I, I, I mean, I guess Cortez Acosta – and Jacoby would be my picks. So I'm just saying, like, this is a card where only nine fights, maybe ten fights. There's a good I, opportunity to get a bonus, right? Hey, as a fighter, you would love to be on this card, right? <laughs> it's still fucked sometimes, right? Like, it, you know, they're always like, oh, don't you want to fight in these stacked pay-per-views? It's like, yeah, but at the same time, you have to compete with, like, Islam and, like, Bilal and all these, like, elite guys for, for, uh, for well, Bilal, we didn't expect to get the bonus ones, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not easy to, to do that. All right, let's get some more comments. Since Volka is moving up, do you guys think they should make an interim belt? Dana, Dana said no, they're not going to do it. Um, but I think if they did, it would be between Yair and uh, Emmett. 